Hello. What's up, everybody? Ooh-wee. It's Aaron And Nicole. So good to see you here on Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Here we are. <laughs> Ready to bring you all new fuckery. Ready to rock. Yeah. How, <sighs> how are you guys doing? How are my dudes doing? Yeah, Hope how are good. the dudes? Oh, my gosh. I just, I'm realizing you could see out um, the, like, hard, hard the not see-through curtain isn't closed. The hard curtain. <laughs> the <laughs> stubborn curtain. I don't know what the opaque curtain. I would call like yeah, like a yeah, curtain, yeah, yeah. A, a curtain is a curtain. A curtain that's see-through is a sheer. Okay, so just the sheer curtain is closed. So. Yeah, yeah. Very delightful. Okay, I just noticed that, and it might bother me the whole time. It might not. We're gonna forget about it and move on. I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Oh, very I'm... excited. And it's a fancy one. Uh, oh, yeah. From your box. Yeah. It's from this cute uh, brewery in Ohio called Brew Dog. Mm. And they had a pride edition that uh, uh, passion fruit sour. Oh, of course, like all these non-alcoholic uh, uh, like alcohol, non-alcoholic beverages are being yeah. served to me on Instagram. Yeah. So I have to buy all of them. <laughs> Because I don't have anything else. <laughs> also, it's summertime and it makes you feel fun. Exactly. It's like, I just need, I drink so much seltzer water. Yeah. <laughs> and you like the taste of beer, you know? I'm drinking it out of oh. my Lake Arrowhead Brewing Company. Yes, we love them. Uh, cup, glass. Yep, yep. That's the logo. It's so fun. Love, it's like, great It's logo. like the LA, like Los Angeles Dodgers. But yeah. But the arrowhead for the the it. A. Love it. By habitual. Brad Walters, the the person, the very person that designed oh. our logo. Oh, so my God. What do you know about that? Crossover. Some people say the logo is the best thing about our podcast. Mm. Some don't, but some do. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's been said. Oh, it's that's been delightful. how we've been found, which is fun. Yeah. People find um, us because they like our logo, which is cool. It's simple. It's cool. It's mm-hmm. by a very awesome person. Yeah. We love you, Brad. Yes. You're the best. Love. Oh, my gosh. Um, Yeah. That's what's going on. I'm drinking fake beer. Mm-hmm. You're chilling. You got your shears. <laughs> I got my shears open. I have a mocktail because I was going to make a gin and tonic, but I went pee before this and noticed I'm a little dehydrated. So I was like, you know what? I'll get some fizzy water in with a little pineapple juice so it tastes good. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just um, live this in life. Is- Real nice, by the is way. It? Yeah. Is it? A, is it like a true sour? No, not really. But it mm. it tastes it tastes really good. Like it's like good. I don't like a true sour. They're too sour. Yeah, it's not super sour, but the yeah. passion fruit flavor is coming through, and I love that. Oh my god, I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love having options. We love it. Oh mm-hmm. right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let's see what we got going on here. Um, nothing. No biz. Nothing I would crazy say happening. I have bi- I have tangential biz, which I just okay. want to say. Follow me on TikTok. Uh, hopefully, you already follow our DTFU podcast on TikTok. That's the handle. But also, please I'm, do because please Nicole, do. like, it's does so fun. So many hilarious things with our clips from the podcast. Like trying to get us out there, trying <laughs> to get new people to find us. You know what I mean? I get. I just like. It's, 
I feel very narcissistic when I watch the TikToks because I just You're laugh. Like, We're so funny. But it's, <laughs> but it's mostly because you like are adding so much to like the vis- like the visual aspect of it just like gives it a whole new like Yeah. Vibe. I play with it's the editing so sometimes. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I can't. It's very enough. fun. Um yeah, follow us there. But also I am doing a personal TikTok challenge. With my friend Rachel, you can follow me, Nicole.Mackey, because I started Mm -hmm. Nicole Mackey and then I deleted it. This was like over a year ago. And then I had to get a new one. Anyway, but um, and so I'm doing just a video there every day and they're going to be like very dumb and stupid. So fantastic. Please like them, share them, comment on them, do whatever gets them into the algorithm because I need people's validation. Absolutely. We all do. It's human nature. (laughs) Yeah. That's what social media is for. I told my friend Rachel today, I'm like, this next 30 days is going to be walking a real fine line between depression and validation. Because it's like sometimes they go hand in hand. Yeah, they do. They truly do. So. All right. Follow Nicole on TikTok. Mm -hmm. What is it? Nicole.Mackey? Yeah. Nicole.Mackey. And at DTFU Podcast also. DTFU Podcast. Yep. Um, Yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Do you have anything fucked up this week? No, it was a chill week. I yeah. can't complain. You know, I am still very pregnant. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's good. That's gonna be the case for a while, I think. Yeah, for a yeah. bit. Yeah, not much longer. I'm counting mm-hmm. down the days. Yeah. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Um, I was gonna. I I had a fucked up thing that I thought was funny, and I meant to write it down, and then <laughs> I didn't. This was like. 30 minutes ago I was like "Ooh, that's fun and I didn't write it down and so uh I see in your notes it says millions of peaches okay because this is the other thing and this is my backup fucked up but okay. it's not funny or whatever but I think I'm just getting into a real weird situation I've been um buying peaches because they're in season Ugh, you have to you have to they're so beautiful I made a peach dessert and brought it to your house it was so oh my god so guys. good Nicole is it was, just oh my god in the kitchen. Well, I try. Then You're last night, oh thank you. Last night I made individual um, peach cobblers for Pete and I for dessert. I just like because we had some that were gonna go bad, and so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make us like a quick dessert, and I made those. And then today, <laughs> after lunch, I was like, I want another peach dessert, so I made um I made a peach crumble. No, a peach crisp i made a peach crisp in like a little individual ramekin like fucking baked it from scratch and everything and ate it after my lunch i didn't eat the whole thing it wasn't that good i only had steel cut oats instead of regular oats and it was a weird it was very like the texture is not the same yeah yeah i felt like i was eating like horse feed or something like millet or something like yeah yeah oh i feel like a rabbit or something you know what i mean (laughs) it was so the texture was weird you need those rolled oats babe I need those rolled oats because they are thin and crisp. Mm-hmm. And But anyway, so I'm just like, <laughs> if anyone has individual serving dessert recipes, recipes, please send them my way because I am, like, I might make a chocolate chip cookie after this or something. I don't know. I just feel like I'm enjoying baking and I'm just in this place where I'm like, I want to make. Summertime baking. Summertime wow. baking. I want to like, well, you know, easy bake stuff that's like doesn't. Take yeah, hours or get the house no. too hot, but like anything you could use with just like a ramekin is yeah. like where yeah. you want to be. That's a good wheelhouse to be yeah. for 
Yeah. I love it. Just like a little individual portion and like it's fruit based so it's healthy and yeah. I can control the sugar I guess even though I'm not I'm putting so much in and yeah it's just been so fun but anyway um yeah I don't know why it's fucked up. It well you might fuck your stomach up if you're not careful with all the peaches you're eating. Or like my blood because like my blood sugar is going to be all like <laughs> off because i'm gonna be now i'm gonna have like it's tomorrow for tomorrow like i've gone dessert at dinner dessert at lunch now am i just gonna go like straight up dessert at breakfast like am i gonna go i mean in a lot of cases breakfast is dessert for real for me it is yeah i like a pastry so or you know even if you're like making like french toast or something you're putting (laughs) put some like make make that a like a a french toast with peaches like a peach a peach uh uh, like jam or something. I don't fucking know. Oh, a, you know what I'm saying? Peach coulee or a peach coulee, yeah, thing or sure. peach preserves. Peach preserves. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like or muddle up that fucking peach. Put some fucking. Uh, it's Friday. Who cares? Uh, put some. <laughs> put some. Uh, some <laughs> prosecco in that bitch, and you got yourself a real nice little brunch happening. Like a- it's a chunky Bellini, baby. Yeah. <laughs> chunky Bellini, also the name of my band. Um, <laughs> a Chablini. <laughs> oh man, I yeah, that sounds great. I, I I think I'm making my way up to making homemade peach ice cream at some point. Ugh, love the that best. for you. I think truly, like I can remember, my grandma made it one year for like Fourth of July weekend because that was like a big family weekend, and they lived in Long Beach, and we would all come down here. And I remember there was a homemade peach ice cream. It was like fucking titties. Like it was like in one of those machines, you know? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like electric. Full, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we didn't have to hand crank it. It like cranked itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an ice cream maker if you oh, need to borrow it. Oh. I was like in a I was in a in a like a phase where I was really making ice cream last yeah. year you had to you had to but all right tbd well i have yeah. a ton of peaches so maybe i'll come make it at your house so you can have some too <laughs> bitch yes. i'll share if i make it i'll share if i make it that's what okay. i'm saying all right all right i love it I we love have a it. weekend plan <laughs> what a symbiotic re- relationship i love it it's great we're here for the ice cream baby yep. we um we both come with we both come with our offerings and meet in the middle to make something extraordinary like this podcast oh my god I just burped. <laughs> oh my god oh my god well yes we're we're giving you just like all the all the things that you want all the time yeah all the um, things well you guys this episode this week oh my is fascinating i love it i was not prepared i was when not prepared started- well, we truly chose we this, pulled this out of our butts. This shit had way more than I bargained for. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Let's roll the dice on this one and see what happens. Oh, do not, do not Costco, do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> you guys, we're talking about Monopoly oh this my week. God. Oh, and and there's some really interesting background and history to it. Yeah, that we're going to talk about. There's just like a lot of surrounding energy with yeah. this game it's one of oh, the most yeah. popular games i'm in the sure world. i'm sure like right when you said we're talking about the game of monopoly like people have a very like you might even have a physical reaction but people have strong reactions it means 
a lot to a lot of people. Like either, I feel like either people really love it or people hate it. Mm-hmm. Or, or people are kind of indifferent because they're like. Because they think it's boring. <laughs> yeah, they think yeah. it's boring. Or they're. <laughs> Their family doesn't really play it for reasons, and they can't mm-hmm. remember why. Maybe they were too young for the incident that happened on oh my God. Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, at when the year they with were cousin, born with cousin Gary. You know, we don't <laughs> remember when Gary stormed off. Said or, he was <laughs> said he was gonna go drive, and he had to think. Yeah. This side of the family hasn't talked to Cousin Gary in 15 years because of a game of Monopoly. Like, there's, you know, it's shit like that. Or yeah. maybe you were too young when you, like, your parents tried to play with you and you were just like, I don't get it. This is You hard. never really learned. Yeah. 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 Or so, you just made up your own, like, let's play with money and buy stuff. Like, maybe you didn't even play it according to the rules. Yeah. Or, like, when you're a little kid, you're like, I don't understand money yeah. or capitalism in the way that this game is trying to... Yeah. Like show. Yeah. You just know it's hard. I, yeah. I got to be honest. I'll just say it while we're talking. I don't think I think I was probably into my late teens when I finally actually like read the rules and understood like the houses and stuff. Like oh. I I just remember playing when we were kids and like once all the property was bought, we'd like stop pretty much mm. or like someone went someone ran out of money. But I never oh. knew like, oh, you you buy houses to put on your property so that oh. it's more money. Like, I didn't know into my teens, I think. I didn't oh. care. Yeah, I think um, I re- – and we can talk more in depth about this when we get yeah. to this portion of talking about the game. I just remember pretty specifically the uh, devastation <laughs> of <laughs> of what what it would be like to either – you would be like the one devastating people or you would be the one that was devastated by the amount of properties that another player had around the board and like the ensuing like, you know, chaos. Chaos, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're either, yeah, the person who is devastating everyone or the other three people in a family of four that are being devastated. Like there's no, it's, it's, it always ends well maybe for one person. Yeah. Only ever for one person because it is the game of Monopoly. Yes. Yes. Mono is the root word here. It's singular. uh, Yeah. And it's just like a takeover. So Mm -hmm. um, I shit. I now love this game so much. Yeah. That I play it on my phone all the time. Oh, really? It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. It goes so fast. Like it goes because you play against the computer and it's like. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, Oh, yeah, so anyway, uh, but yes, Monopoly is one of the most popular games, one of the most highest selling games in the world. Yeah, like I think fourth fourth highest selling board game of all time, which, it, and it's fourth behind chess, checkers, and backgammon, all of which are like... Ancient games. Ancient games, and, and they're not like, no one owns those. Like right. anyone could make those boards and sell them, but like Monopoly is trademarked and copyrighted all those things and it's owned by hasbro so like it's its own thing yep that you have to buy from them so yeah that's pretty that's pretty legendary that is pretty fucking iconic for a Um, game that has this tumultuous of a reputation and past in history (laughs) and present i'm telling you (laughs) it's so (sighs) yeah i worry let's 
we got to get into it. It is. Let's just, talk about the history. Yeah, let's let's yeah. go. Let's go a little bit back in time here. Yeah. So this game was actually invented by a woman, Elizabeth. Holy fuck, Lizzie is how her friends knew her. Mm-hmm. I want to say Maggie. Yeah, is her last name. That was yeah. her her uh, her surname. I don't understand. It's wild to me. Well, it'll soon be clear why we don't know. We didn't know very much about this woman. Yeah, but yeah, Basically, yeah. this woman invented the the like proto game mm-hmm. that was then called Monopoly. It didn't start out being called Monopoly. Yeah. Um, and this woman, in her own right, was a fucking badass. Oh my god! I, yeah. It's wild to me that such a popular game, but like you just said, we'll talk about why. But I, w- I was shocked to find out it was created by a woman. And this woman was not only like a feminist ahead of her time and like living a feminist life and just like doing the most. She was very progressive. She was what I would consider a socialist today. Mm-hmm. She was like fighting for the people, kind of like an activist, like a Total, uh, fully an activist, yeah. fully an activist, an artist. Like she was like so many things and is such a cool lady that we don't even know about. Yeah, especially- not even that she invented Monopoly, but like just other things, you know. Yeah. And in, in her own t- like she was born in the like 18, 1866. So, yeah, yeah, she was extremely ahead of her time. Um, so, yeah, so far. Yeah, so born in 1866, mm-hmm. uh, her father was an abolitionist, so her dad mm-hmm. was, like, already laying the groundwork for her activist roots. Uh, yeah. Like, he was a cool dude, and she was very inspired and loved her, inspired by and loved her dad very much. Yeah, it was obviously, a, yeah, like, a very um, progressive man. He was a very smart man. He was a newspaper journalist. I don't think we know anything about her mother, which is kind of a product of the time, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Um, but she was probably cool as fuck, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if we had to guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like her, a lot of the things her dad was doing, obviously, made a huge impression on Lizzie. And, like, mm-hmm. she carried on a lot of the things he he was interested in. She was... A stenographer, a typist, a short story and poetry writer, a comedian, a stage actress. Uh, We said she was a feminist. She was an engineer and she was a news reporter and just truly was like, it's so funny because we had a conversation about this in like IRL yesterday, not on the topic of this. Aaron and I went to Fancy Lady Lunch Mm -hmm. and we were just like talking for like hours and just sitting outside. It was so nice. And it was delightful. uh, It was so Mm -hmm. delightful. And we were talking about how like, man, you can really, especially in this day and age, you can change jobs every year if you want, every six months, every three years. Like what, like it feels like this of this time. Like you Mm -hmm. can be someone who you know, finds a way to sustain a living, make a living doing lots of different things. It's so cool. And it just reminded me of this woman. I know. It's like very serendipitous that we we like had, I don't know, we had this like long conversation about uh-huh. just like what it means to like exist in a society today. And then, oh you know, God. how the same things come back around uh, that were like the the same progressive ideals 
yeah. have always really been the same in a lot of ways. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously times change, but like the core principles and the things that make people have the drive that they do and the vision that they do are very similar <laughs> as they were then in in Lizzie's time as they are now. So yeah. it's very cool. So yeah, and we'll, we're going to get into it. So yeah. She really, she was doing the most. Mm -hmm. Like, she was, like, in her 20s, like, already crushing shit. Already crushing shit. Like, by the the time she was 26, she received a patent for an invention that she invented that made the... (laughs) That made uh, the typewriting process easier by allowing paper to go through the rollers more easily. Like it it just like helped ease the paper in or something like just a little tweak. But she patented it and she was one of the only female patent holders at that time because during the time she was alive and like in this period, women were credited with less than 1% of all patents. So like this is honestly like such a trailblazer it's so exciting to talk about her because she just was like doing all the things she wanted to do and just like it feels like i don't know if this is the right thing to say but it feels like she was living her her life like a man would live his life and she didn't care she was like this is how i'm gonna live my life i'm gonna try these jobs i'm gonna get good at this i'm gonna get a patent like and that's very cool she was very progressive she had a lot of um like political uh, views that were prog- considered progressive at the time and honestly mm-hmm. are still considered progressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we said earlier, or like I said earlier, like I would consider her political leadings a bit more socialist and that's kind of like how I wrap my head around it because I don't really understand exactly what a Georgist is, but that's like sh- what she was. Um, yeah. And the definition of that is an Uh, Like Georgism is an economic ideology holding that although people should own the value they produce themselves, the economic rent derived from the land, including from all natural resources, the commons and urban locations should belong equally to all members of society, which I think means like if you like farm, say you own some land and you farm it like or you could rent the land and farm it and like what you what you sell from it you get paid for the work you've put into it but mm-hmm. you can't charge beyond that and anything you do make beyond that goes back to the community or sure. like if you're a landowner and you rent it out to someone it's like you're not making an exorbitant amount of money because you get to decide how much the farmer pays you in order to like work the land owning something you can't really ever own fully Something, land, you know, like yes, it's, yes. it's like a almost an inta- a resource. Yeah. It's like, yeah, un, it's not, it's un, it, it, it's un, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's kind of like abstract ideas of like what land and owning land means and yeah. natural resources and how we make those available to like the public. So yeah, it's I like it. I like it. It's it's you know we are in a sticky situation and it gets worse every year with like the housing bubble and affordable housing and just like 
space you know like who and gets the way, access and the way like natural resources are exploited yes. and yeah now we're in a lot of trouble with like yeah like water supply and yeah and oh my yeah. god mm. i know i like it it's interesting well yeah. people during her time like uh a lot of progressive political leaders supported this perspective as well and they thought um they thought like georgism would serve to motivate people to cultivate land because they would own all the value and benefits of their creation. So it was like a a viewpoint that was trying to be promoted and shared. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, this idea would redistribute wealth to people of lower socioeconomic standing. And most importantly, it would eradicate the idea that landowners or landlords held the power and monetary value of the land. So again, it's not like you don't own this land. Let us remind you, we all are here and we all get to use it and and Mm -hmm. we need to pay it back into the community so that things are like more even. It's honestly a much more. uh, It makes way more sense. It makes. Yeah. So much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it is very socialist because it's like give it back to the community. And this this is what would become the basis for the original prototype of Monopoly, which was called the Landlord's Game. Um, And this this is just something that she developed in the early 1900s while living in Maryland. Um, Lizzie Maggie developed this board game for her and her friends to play, and she called it the Landlord Game. And it was designed to demonstrate the economic ill effects of land monopolism and the use of land value tax as a remedy for it. But more specifically... Oh, I didn't finish the sentence. Never mind. <laughs> I think I moved it down. But anyway, uh, yeah, she designed it for her and her friends. And I fucking love the idea that her and her friends would just like maybe be drinking. This is during Prohibition, isn't it? So maybe not. But maybe drinking like under the table. Yeah. And just drinking like moonshine in Maryland, like in a cute little parlor and they're fucking playing this game and they're making fun of all the stupid rich assholes and like, you know, whoever's like winning at it or whatever, quote unquote winning is like acting like an asshole. Like, I'm so rich. Pay me your money. <laughs> Look at my monocle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I own you now. <laughs> like transatlantic accent you know people talked weird back then but yeah and i just love that idea that like what a fun group of friends i love that yeah like it and just listen dj has we like you work we work we like made a board game together haven't you made more than one too uh well dj has like lots of oh okay like that he like invents but yeah he like this one specifically, like it's not patented yet or anything, but yeah. like so you can't share too many details. Can't share too many details. I've you know, played it. It's very it's, fun. It's very fun. And mm-hmm. so like this is something like that totally makes sense to me. Like sitting around and like yeah. when you're drunk with your friends, like not just playing oh like God. a drinking game because like you know I, we're looking for like um, because when you think about Monopoly, you do it, it, you get into like the like very heart of people and yeah. so in a lot of ways like you're like who's gonna be like I don't know and so like those are the kind of games that we always try to play are like not like anything too complex like we're not like board game people no. where we have a million board games like my my brother-in-law is like very very into board games like he 
where it's like a three hour like yeah. ordeal. Like we're not we're not that far, but we like to play games where it's like you like a little bit of like your uh, your. <laughs> your individual like soul is revealed mm-hmm. while you're playing in a yeah. funny way in a funny entertaining way not hopefully a, not a yeah. monopoly no 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 it's it never, never anyone's fun personality that comes out no 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 <laughs> especially when you're drinking oh my god <laughs> i know what you mean though yeah it's like you get to see who is like competitive in a, a specific way mm-hmm. who is more playful who is like kind of trolling other people you know yeah like like whose strategy is to fuck with other people to like mess them up it's yeah it's board games are really fun and the fact that the style of this game that developed was like feels like it's her style it has Mm -hmm. to do with like you know it has to do with the socioeconomics of like the world at the time and still and it ha- and it kind of has like this um theatrical piece to it where it's like and like a strategic piece it's it's smart and it's fun and it's just like oh of course like she has a theater background this feels kind of theatery and she has like yeah you know you're like, pretending like you are yeah of the thing that they're like it's yeah. like it's like very meta on a level where they're like making fun of this entire concept. Yes. But as but using it as like a tool to like get across the point. Yes. And, and, ham- and mm-hmm. hammer home. That was like the whole point of her making yes. this. It wasn't just like first. It for was fun. like for fun. But yeah. it was like it was to hammer home these principles of um, of whatchamacallit. Georgism. Yeah. Of, of the like idea that like land ownership and being a landlord is like not yeah not the not the way you know so it started out as this like kind of like socialist yeah like situation like Like, experiment or like tool like it's like propaganda yeah propaganda a tool and a tool to like help uh teach georgism Yeah. yeah to help yeah to help i don't know if it taught it it taught why that would be a good solution. I think, right? It, it, like, because I think sh- that, it was like I, shining a light on everything that was fucked up about how society is like structured. I think when she presented this idea, it was like a little bit more complex and mm-hmm. had, yeah, like the added, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, her, her added. She had probably like presented it in a way that was like here's like all of this other detail and context for what it is yes not just like the straightforward gameplay that we are used to with the modern day uh board game of monopoly it's like a timeshare or something where they're like just come and like yeah you'll get a free gift certificate to the steakhouse in this hotel and you're like oh okay and then you get there and like they give you the fun part and then they're like now that you're here or it's like the kind of like how this is like the opposite end of the spectrum like how now uh like the military has like like e-games is like a thing that they sponsor to like get to like recruit people into like the marines or the army or whatever oh that's fucked up yeah yeah like they have them play call of duty and shit oh my god they're like it's just like this and then you're like no they have like esports teams that like you can join isn't that cool that you can just yeah so oh my god so it's like that end of the propaganda, but yeah, this is yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of all part and parcel. So yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that about it. <laughs> yeah, I 
love it. <laughs> like, and if you'll just step into the back room, we have a short presentation for you. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it just was um, something that she worked on really hard and, like, proved to be successful. Yeah. This, um, and so she actually filed a a patent for the game mm-hmm. in 1903, and this was more than three decades before Parker Brothers began ma- manufacturing Monopoly. Keep that in mind mm-hmm. on the timeline yeah. here. Um, and she, like we're saying, she actually designed this game specifically like to promote Georgism and as a protest against the big monopolists of her time. Mm-hmm. People like Andrew Carnegie and John D. Rockefeller. Oh my God. She, she was like, if she was snaps. like alive today, it would be like she made a game to like make fun of uh, like Elon Musk and fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Like that was, I love that'd it. be what it was. Yeah. We love it. Um, oh my God. I wish she was alive today to do that. I mean, she would. She would. She would. She, she is that bitch. She would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh so it, it was like the whole game was simple. It was to obtain wealth, like kind of just pretty much exactly the same thing. But she mm-hmm. developed two different versions of it, mm-hmm. uh, which each version she patented a different, got different patents for. Yeah. Uh, the one monopolist uh, like game was or like one game was where you are trying to be. You're you're a trying monopoly. to be the, you're of trying industry. To, you're trying to be a monopolist of industry. You're trying yeah. to create monopolies, and you're trying to force others out. You're trying to you know, you're, yeah, you're trying to conquer everybody. Yeah, trying to be a tycoon. You're trying to be a Rockefeller, exactly, a, and eat up all the little businesses. And then the other version that she created was the anti-monopolist setup, which mm-hmm. she referred to as prosperity. Uh, where the goal was to create products and interact with opponents, like to create a community, basically. Yeah. It, and it feels kind of like Monopoly ended up somewhere in the middle. Like, kind of, It kind yeah. of has elements of both. It does, yeah. So that was – so I'll, we'll get to the yeah. how this, like, evolved. Yes. But yeah. I just want to, like, keep talking about her specifically for one moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, she fucking ruled so hard. So – in her 20s, she was doing all this shit, and then yeah. she didn't have time for men. I mean, maybe she did, but she didn't have time to get married. She wasn't going to do that, like, fucking chuggy shit. She was going to, like, <laughs> do her life, and she didn't marry. <laughs> Yesterday at lunch, Aaron goes, I know everyone doesn't want to get marry- married. Marriage is so chuggy. <laughs> it kind of is, like, the whole fucking concept of it, man. I think th- I feel like the like weddings, um, weddings. Yeah, I think yeah. the the traditions around getting married are chuggy. Like, and now we're having my shower, and we're all gonna have matching. Th- and now we're doing a bachelorette night out, and like I, you know, we all have matching cups. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, do what you want. Yeah, it, but. do what you want. Like, we're all we're all chuggy to a degree. Yeah, and I did you know a lot of that shit. But like, I like the thing things about marriage that or like the wedding the whole fucking wedding bullshit yeah like the little traditions of like the garter belt and Mm. like throwing the bouquet and all that I can't I didn't I did not do that (laughs) 
cutting a cake. I didn't do that shit. Um, I just did. <laughs> I did like the. I just had a huge party, basically. Yeah, yeah. I you can't. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> I can't. I didn't. I did not. I refused. How fucking weird is that? I still cringe when I think about garter ceremonies like your fucking grandma's there it's yeah, gross and you're like hey put your head up near my pussy and take yeah. this fucking in front of 300 people or <laughs> and whatever, my uncle you know? gary <laughs> it's so gross well everybody's like Woo, yeah. yeah and you're like oh god, oh no. i hate it like i said she was way ahead of her time because she yeah. didn't get married till she was 44 which is in the turn of the century was Unheard of. Fucking heard of. Yeah, yeah. Like the beginning of the 1900s. You hit 20 and they were like, she's a spinster. She's yeah. never getting married. 100%. 100%. And she was like, I'm 44. I'm ready. Yeah. Who wants to, who wants who to wants lock to... this pussy down? <laughs> uh, who wants to rail this? <laughs> also, she... I won't get pregnant at this point, probably. So yes. we're all good. We have the Let's all clear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she she did all this shit. She designed yeah. this fucking game in her spare time. Truly oh a bad God. bitch. Um, but of course, of course, we're saying all this like shit like about how <gasps> innovative and crazy and cool this game is. Yeah. Uh, she sold her patents eventually to Parker Brothers for five hundred dollars in nineteen thirty five. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, oh my God. And then a dude named Charles Darrow, who fucking sucks, <laughs> basically copied her design and modified it and sold it to Parker Brothers <gasps> under the under the name Monopoly. Ew! And then he got credit for inventing the whole ass game <gasps> when all he did was basically rename and ma- modify the landlord's game. Like if you look at the patent, like in <sighs> the the you know the blueprint for the landlord's game. It is exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Like literally the only things that are different are like the 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 squares have names of like, you know, like Baltic Avenue and, you know, Ventnor Place and all that shit that that's that we know of now when we look at a board. She had like railroads, you know, oh utilities, all these things. Uh yes, he like refined it, but Still, Parker Brothers. So oh Parker God. Brothers falsely credited Darrow as the original inventor. Uh, basically, they had already been selling her game. She'd been selling her game for years before Parker Brothers was even in the picture. So but was then, Charles Darrow a Parker Brother like employee? No, he was just some dude who like who licensed or sold oh, his idea to them. Okay, didn't okay. yeah, and then he he like had a different deal with them basically. Oh, okay. Um. But also, who knows? Like, they could have been just doing, like, fucking yeah, smoking they, cigars and been like, hey, we bought this thing for $500. What can you do with this? And then he's like, oh, I changed the colors to purple in this part. Yeah, no. They, <laughs> honestly. We love it. Who's to say? Because they had already been selling her game, the, like, prosperity and, like, mm. you know. The and Monopoly. Monopoly version. Or yeah. the landlord's game that she had made. Yeah. But it was like it was needing some like upgrades. So they just basically stopped doing anything with her, took like booted her out and brought the the new the new new in the Fuck new that. shit in. Um, That's so, chuggy. So chuggy. Uh, 
it's just so predictable. This, yeah, yeah. This man then, he goes on to become the first millionaire game designer in history. <sighs> Fuck. That's so rude. That's... She got $500 for that shit. And like some, and you know, maybe you're saying like, well, she should have had a better deal with Parker Parker Brothers. It's like, well, she probably wasn't offered that deal. This guy was because he's a man and they, like you said, were in their little cigar lounge, like talking about God knows what. In the steam room and their towels or whatever. Yeah. So she, she's basically pushed out and. This guy comes in and is just like almost an identical game to hers. And she's just like, what the fuck? Um, <sighs> I hate it so much. I um, hate it for her, yeah. And then from then on, everybody just thought it was this fucking dude who thought who who they thought invented the, the game. The whole game from scratch from his own brain. And that wasn't even the case. Uh, uh, no. I know. And then and so her her identity of as the like inventor of Monopoly basically was only uncovered by accident. In 1973, this man named Ralph Anspach, 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 <laughs> Anspach, Anspach, Anspach. I like Anspach. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like Patch Adams or something. Yeah, know. it's like, uh, it's like, did you, oh, um, uh, do you have everything for the picnic this afternoon? Did you remember your Anspach? <laughs> yeah. So the ants don't get in? <laughs> it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, well, this man, Ralph, he <laughs> was an economics professor who was in a, who got into a legal battle with Parker mm. Brothers over the creation of his anti-monopoly game. Like he was, oh. used, he was like basically <gasps> trying to do what she had already done. Oh my But gosh. didn't know about it. So he, he was like, researching for his case he was like getting you know all this info together learning about monopoly the game the history of it and Mm -hmm. then he uncovered her patents that were still in like the public domain and yeah and totally learned about how her game because okay first of all when she came out with this game in like the early 1900s, like 1906 or whatever, or 1903, yeah, it got pretty popular. Like people were playing yeah. it in like, you know, intellectual circles and like, you know, it was like kind of, kind of, you know, on a, in a certain it wasn't echelon like of people. Yeah. It wasn't mainstream, but it was but it like was big. It was big and it was popular amongst like Quakers and people who like were very anti-capitalist at oh. this time. So it was like popular with all these different groups of people mm-hmm. in the time that she had it as the landlord game. And so this man in the 70s, Robert Barton, finds, or I mean, Ralph Anspatch. Ants <laughs> uh, he, it sounds he, backwards. Like it, like his name should be Pansack <laughs> or something. Pan, Pansatch. Atchpans. Alf. Alf Patchins. Alf Ransack. Um, <laughs> well, like so he get so he gets in the weeds on the history of it with and finds all this shit about her, and then and he's like, oh my god, this is like so crazy that nobody knows about her, and it's totally unfair that this other dude got all the credit. So he's yeah. like, he's 
beyond him fighting this lawsuit with Parker Brothers, he starts going out here yelling about how mm. these motherfuckers stole her idea, basically. Yeah. Show her the money. So he gets he gets he gets it out into the public in the deposition for the this case, Robert Barton. That's where this name that name slipped in accidentally. Mm-hmm. Robert Barton, the Parker Brothers president who oversaw the deal back in the 30s, said that he called Maggie's or in the deposition, he called Maggie's game, quote, completely worthless and oh, said no. that Parker Brothers had published a small run of her games, quote, merely to make her happy. <gasps> I'm sorry. Yeah. This That's is like- a fucking lie because what has like a fucking male run corporation ever done to make a woman happy? Mm-mm. I mean, not a goddamn thing. But they thought they really did something. Um, uh. I hate it. Well, this this guy, this uh, the dealer of the game, Charles yeah. Darrow, he has at this current day a goddamn plaque dedicated to him as the inventor of Monopoly in Atlantic City <gasps> on the boardwalk near the corner of Park Place. I hope people take dumps on it like they take dumps on the Trump star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what has this man even done? Let me tell you something. He, this, okay. He stole so an idea. He, he stole the idea from her, the whole overarching, like, idea of the game. And yeah. the, the like, improve, quote, unquote, improvements and modifications that he made to it to make it his, quote, own, weren't okay. even from his own brain either. He oh copied God. those ideas from a couple of friends who I think were Quakers, who he had played, he had played the original Landlord's game with. Oh, and they had no. they had modified it. So like just like now you can get your own like customized like Monopoly board on like Etsy or whatever. Yeah. That's what people were doing with the Landlord's game too back then is they were kind of like making up their own rules with it. Like you, yeah. you can modify any Which rule you want to a board game. Which is fine if you're not selling it and taking credit for it. Yeah, but he did. I know. That is. Like a fucking shysty motherfucker. He oh just like God. went and he t- like none of the ideas for any aspect of this game are his not the not the full board not the like idea the concept not the rules i mean it's all from her and the modifications are from some other dudes that he would play the landlord's game with so that is enraging (sighs) truly enraging so the only consolation in all of this is that the surviving copies of the landlord's game any any if there are any out there at this point uh, mm. any surviving copies of the Landlord's Game made by Parker Brothers are considered m- by many to be probably the rarest of all 20th century board games and therefore Whoa. probably worth a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, so, I don't know. Um, and There's probably one in a museum somewhere or something. Probably. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, or like some crazy like board game collector has a, a copy of this game. Yeah. Um, there's a whole entire book if you want to read more about um, Lizzie Maggie and the whole fucking Escandalo, board game Escandalo. Yeah. You can. It's called um, The Monopolis Obsession Fury and the Scandal Behind the World's Favorite Board Game by Mary Pylon. Oh, my God. So. Oh. I'm glad, though, that, like, I we were able to learn about this, like and sh- shine a light on yeah. her contributions to society, which are still rampant today. And I just can't believe that that man became the first board game millionaire. I, but also I can, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. 
I do think we should remove his plaque, though. Mm. From Even though it's in Atlantic City on the boardwalk, probably hopefully on a corner that, like, no one even sees it. Hopefully there's a bush overgrowing it and, like, it's where all the birds shit. But, I want like, somebody to make, like, a like a like another plaque and put it right next to his of her. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck this guy. This yeah. is the real one. <laughs> She's a real one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's like... Also, you might be thinking, like, how did he make a million dollars during that time? And it's like this board game quickly got very big. Um, And part of that has been because, like, through franchising and licensing. Um, I guess it's licensing is more appropriate. Uh, But I want to talk really quickly about some of the weirdest Monopoly collaborations because, like, you you could probably think of a weird version of Monopoly. Like, I mean, Disney's normal, you know. But, like, there's been a ton of there's different. There's so many different, different yeah. ones. There's, like, there's like Disney villains Monopoly. Mm-hmm. There's, like, yeah. and it's, like, all the game pieces, like, whatever yeah. you could go around the board with is, like, a you know. Disney that's, thing. That's how they, like, you know, license it to different things yeah um maybe maybe they changed the street names or whatever maybe there's like there were a ton of anniversary ones like i think when the 200 or the 100th anniversary of monopoly came like uh, within you know like uh, the official one yeah 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 um i think they had like a uh an anniversary edition and there's like a solid gold edition it was the i think the 80th anniversary one back in like 2015 I can't remember what I don't know. They oh, okay. actually they put real money inside of the of the board game. Oh instead wow! Instead of Monopoly, well, there was Monopoly money, but there was also some actual real. Oh, interesting. Real money in there. That's a that's fucking a fun activation. Okay, that's fun. I mean, you're paying for the real money inside, but yeah, but like I think it was like hundreds of dollars. Oh, like like a golden ticket level oh oh i thought like they gave just some people like there was like two 20s in there and it's like well that's why the game costs 80 dollars <laughs> no i think there is i think there is like a good like a chunk of money in there oh you know? sweet that's yeah. sweet yeah golden ticket Willy yeah. Wonka. yeah well um it's been the game monopoly has been franchised in 103 ca- countries and it has been translated into 37 languages so it's all over the place yep. um you've seen some of the like anniversary editions like we're talking about over the years uh but there are some weird ones so i just wanted to go through some of them i found like rapid fire there's an acdc collector's edition god which is so offensive to me. It's like, I, you know, Kiss also has one, which I get that. Kiss feels like they would have a Monopoly board yeah. game, like, licensed for Kiss. They have caskets and shit. But ACDC. Kiss just, caskets? Yeah, there's Kiss caskets. You can kiss this casket goodbye. <laughs> it's going underground. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, they have, uh, they, I think. They are kind of like a, um, I don't know this and we need to look this up, but this actually might be a really good topic for an episode would be to look at all this, all the merch that they made because in the height of their fame, and I think this is mm-hmm. why they like kind of have longevity and also they're still like really rich and they mm-hmm. never went like bankrupt or anything. They licensed the shit out of their brand and you could buy a casket. You could buy pinball machines. You could buy like clothes cars like so much weird shit makes sense makes, makes sense. sense well so it makes sense that they have a monopoly um edition not the acdc no uh, 
I hate it. It's rude and it's counterintuitive to rock and roll. Okay. There there are editions with animals. There's like the dog, horse, or cat lovers editions. Also, special shout out to the bass fishing edition. Oh my God. I kept seeing that one. I I actually think I want it. (laughs) No. Yeah, I do. I think I want it. Ew. Why? (laughs) I love fishing. Oh God. I hate it. I just feel like. It's probably all like camo colored. But I think that's that's why it's so funny. It's like, what is this? Like, why? And I want it. OK. You know? Well, you can ridiculous. have that. Here's one I don't want. The Nebraska Corn Huskers edition. Go fuck yourself, Nebraska. We don't need that. God, calm down. I forget your estate half the time. <laughs> Not everything can be about sports. Also, it's like, is that all that's going on? Like, yes. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Nebraska. Yeah, but I've driven also, through it. I've seen me it too. Enough. We drove through it together. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah, flat. Yeah. It was flat. God, I, um, for- I didn't even realize when we were out of the state. <laughs> I think we stayed in Lincoln. Bismarck. I don't know. Oh, did we? I think. Is that in Nebraska? No, it's North Dakota. Oh, okay. Well, who cares? Yeah. All right. Same um, yeah, same place. <laughs> sorry, it's sorry. all the same. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back Edition. You don't need that. <laughs> Big Bang Theory Edition. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. Burn it. Burn it. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. Oh, this next one you added. I didn't even see it. Oh, my God. Okay, so I found this one. um, Monopoly for Millennials. No. And the tagline on the box is, like, you can't afford it anyway. Like, (gasps) it's, like, it says forget about real estate because you can't afford it anyway. It's so fucking rude. It's, but very true. Uh, Instead of playing the game as it's supposed to be played, I guess, you buy, sell, and trade, quote, experiences to win. <laughs> that is so fucking it's rude. It's so fucking rude. I oh swear my God. to God. You know what? The only reason millennials, f- like, like, put experiences over physical possessions is because they never have, like, we didn't have money to, like, get those things, especially yeah. right out of college when we were, like, the hot, you know, like, mil- when millennials were the buying group you know it's like oh millennials have all the buying power and it's like well we have to buy stuff to make us happy we're never gonna have a house or a job we like well and we killed all these industries like yeah uh, because we don't have disposable income to afford these stupid fucking super superfluous things that you boomers think are uh necessary like napkins or something you know like (laughs) Like cloth napkins like like fine china no, like, yeah, or even just regular paper napkins. It's like, I'll just buy a oh. fucking roll of paper towels. Get out of my face. Yeah. Did you know a paper towel can serve two purposes? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I need separate paper products? Yeah. I, um, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. I know. Um, oh, yeah. my God. And there's like Rick and Morty. There's yeah. like The Walking Dead Monopoly. There's like everything. Everything. Anything that's popular, they will make a Monopoly board, board out yeah. of it. The least interesting to me were some of the companies that have franchised it. And I don't know. Like, you could buy these, but maybe they were more for, like, internal, like, Like gifts. Like, promotional gifts. Yeah. 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 Uh But, like, Heinz, Best Buy, QVC. Like, why? The QVC one kills me. It's so dumb. It looks dumb, too. It looks like it would be sold on QVC. Oh, my God. It's, like, flowery. I don't know. That's so funny. Oh, my God. Well, um... 
moving on to another segment of the show. Monopoly is one of those games where over time people have developed their own house rules. Mm-hmm. Which uh, means And this, this is chaos. like what we're saying, like with how yeah. it was kind of played different. Like when it was originally the landlord game, it yep. was played differently by yes. different people and yes. like different little like rules and modifications were made to it so yeah which means that no two people like maybe played the same like you could be at a friend's house and you could have completely different ideas of the game totally. because mm-hmm. your house rules are different um mm-hmm. and in 2014 hasbro which must have acquired parker brothers at some point because they are who owns Monopoly now. Yeah. Um, they conducted a Facebook poll to crowdsource the top five most popular house rules. These are the rules. Let me know if Ooh. any of these were like your house rules. Okay. Frozen assets. So no rent collection while in jail. Dash for the cash. $400 instead of the 200 for landing on go. Uh, so you're just increasing the prize money for landing on go. Interesting. Free- yeah free parking fast cash if you land on free parking collect all the money from taxes and fees so that's like if you like as people are paying taxes and fees they go to you instead oh my god you make a pile and then if someone lands on that square you get all that money Ooh, i like that rule yeah see the sites players must complete one full circuit around the board before buying properties and then lucky roller collect five hundred dollar for roll Collect $500 for rolling snake eyes. Oh. Are any of these, did you do any of these in your house or did you have any special house rules? I don't remember, but the no rent collection while in jail sounds like, I don't know how, how, why would you? You don't get to collect other, you don't get to collect rent if people land on your squares. Oh, I think, I do think that we played that way. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's, I like, I don't like that rule. No. And, and I think I've played before. I don't remember if it was um, free parking fast cash. I don't know if it was if you land on free parking, you get the money, but it must have been. Because I remember, like, collecting the money into the middle uh, for, like, specific squares that you land on, like utilities or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then someone could win that. And then I think I've also done see the sites where... But I don't think my family had any house rules. Like we didn't. I don't think. I think we pretty much played by the, by the yeah. like rules yeah. as much as we could. This um, was when I played at other people's houses. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So maybe some of these sound familiar to you. Maybe not. And that's where Monopoly gets tense. Yeah. So there are some serious fights, like we mentioned, kind yeah. of alluded to at the top. Yeah. Uh. I personally remember in my household when I was growing up some oh instances <laughs> yeah. of screaming, <laughs> storming out of the room, flipping the board, throwing yeah. the board. Yep. It was yep. mostly from my brother. He was the one doing that? Yeah. He was very yeah. competitive. Um, yeah. And then I was just like, I'm done playing. Like I just yeah. like leave, and every and I'd be like super pissed. But yeah. like I'd be like, I there's nothing here for me anymore. I am oh. destitute. <laughs> the, many a tantrum are thrown playing mm-hmm. this game, f- either from a, a sibling, a parent, or sometimes yourself. Like it could. I I'm sure there were times when I played where I was upset 
that things weren't going my way. And there were other times where my brother was upset things were not going his way, you know. When you're winning, though, it's fun as shit. <laughs> and you can't help but be very gloaty and like. Yeah. Give Oh, oh, let's see. That'll be $60 or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, I only have 40. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's rough. It gets yeah. really rough. Um, So this game mm-hmm. is the most banned game. Oh my god! Out of all board games and households, um, <laughs> it, it's part of the top five most recently banned games, according to this digital company that did a little poll. Mm-hmm. Um, Monopoly ranks at the top. Forty-four percent of the people can, that took this poll yeah. said that that Monopoly is banned in their household. <laughs> Uno is number two. Um, I get it because. Uno is another one of those games where you can have a lot of house rules where you like. Yeah. And if you and if you don't know how to play like, you know, it's it gets real. gets really real. Yep. Uh, Sorry. um, The game, the board game. Sorry is number three. Never. We were never a sorry household. I remember Um, having a like an eye twitch at that game because it's like, yeah, people like sorry. sorry. Yeah. I remember the fucking commercial in like the 80s and 90s. Yes. Hate it. Uh, Scrabble is the fourth most banned game in households. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. It's like, I would always be really mad playing this game um, because I'd be like, sorry, I know more words than you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Was... Ah! Or I'd be like, that's not how you spell that. Like, I could never play with my brother because he was, you know. Yeah. He was younger than me, and I was just really. It's hard. I, mean, I was really, yeah. mean. and it's hard. It's a hard game. Um, yeah. Well, also, like you come to find out, like there are certain words that if you memorize them, you could do really well in Scrabble. Like words that people don't use. Yeah. That's the thing, and like people who know those words win. I know. And it's yeah. like, oh, I don't know those words. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then Jenga is the what? fifth. Why? That's fun for everyone. Maybe because it makes a mess. Maybe because like you go for certain pieces that are like loose, and if you if you're like one of those like trolley players where you always try to oh, get you're, the like, tapping. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or, or like, or you you're like your using both your hands. Yeah, yeah. Nope, you can't do that's that. That's not allowed. I know. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's a it's, these are the the top five board games banned in households and oh Monopoly. my god. Number one. Makes sense. Makes of sense. course. And there are like so many Reddit threads that oh like of people's memories just like about how shitty playing this game is like, oh, my God. Like we found these are some of our favorites. Yeah. So uh, from this Reddit thread, uh, a Reddit user named Baby Dunk said <laughs> um, their story goes. Quote, it's not my own story per se, but apparently my grandfather was a shameless cheater at Monopoly, <laughs> stealing money from the bank and hiding it under the board, skipping over spaces to land where he wanted Ew. just the worst. It was so bad that one time as a kid, my uncle legitimately ran away from home in the middle of a game and didn't come back until the next day. Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary. <laughs> I've heard this story more times than I can count, and we've never played a monop- played a game of Monopoly as a family. Oh, my Dude. God. 
grandpa. Ew. That's the thing. Like, it's weird that people, I mean, I'm assuming If you're this playing is, with kids and you're an adult and you're like. That's gross. That. And yeah. also, like, of course, it was like an old man, probably white, like <laughs> doing this shit. You know, it's like. Ugh. Well, they're. they're their whole uh, philosophy probably was like, got to prepare him for real, for Ooh, real life. Ew, I hate it. Like, sir, this is a game. This yeah. It's a board game. So dumb. Why don't you like help them open a bank account? Like, <laughs> why don't you help them like figure out what. Write a, a check. Yeah. How to write a check or yeah. like uh, show them what interest rates are and like what that means when they try to. I don't know. Yeah. Do- tell, tell them the importance of a retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, well, this one is from a user. Well, it's just like a lot of ones and O's. I think it's like code. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a play on code. It probably says a name if I look it up. But yeah. um, Okay, this is what they said. I play the buy everything I land on in quotes version. My ex got so mad. She cussed me out in front of my family and stormed out of my house. So this this person's strategy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you don't literally I do. Yeah. Oh, everything you land on something that's not purchased. You buy it. Yeah. I mean, that is a good strategy, but but yeah, it's a good strategy. You have to. You have. You to. should. Yeah. That I try is- and collect the same colors because I want to buy the houses and hotels and stuff. So I feel like I. But then you fuck everybody else up that lands on, like then you have a position of power if you have like the one that somebody needs true you know true yeah they have like two of the the red ones and then you have the that third one and then you can yeah. like then you can do like a fucking you know Trade. barter or yeah yeah, yeah. Or some sort of rev share <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay well okay i just thought this was so funny because it was like they were playing at this guy's house and his and his ex-girlfriend cussed him out in front of his own family and then left and i was like would like imagine being at your in-laws house you're at dj's parents house and you you guys are playing monopoly and you get so upset you you cuss him out you say you fucking piece of shit asshole that i wanted to buy that and then you walk out oh my god could you imagine getting heated over something like this We've had, listen, we, our family game is a Domino's game called Mexican Train and we get very, very heated. We've had, so we play, we play with (laughs) my parents and his parents like Mm -hmm. during the holidays and stuff. We have like big tournaments. Yeah. And, well not tournaments, just like, you know, they, it, it takes a while to play like a full game. Yeah. Um, and they have like their own rules that they like to play by. And then we have our family rules and we always fight over, we, we accommodate. Family to family. Mm hmm. Oh, but that's different. Yeah, they like you to, have your parents on your side. Well, they like to incorporate like chicken foot like shit. And then we're like, that's not that we're in the Berto household. This is what we do. Chicken here. foot. It's like playing like another kind of train off of a, oh. a double domino. It's oh, if you know okay. dominoes, like you probably know what chicken foot is. But yeah, oh, it's okay. like it is not allowed because that makes it way easier of a game. And we are all about making things as hard as possible <laughs> this is a real question is chicken foot a dave matthews band song oh god I don't, don't they know. have a song that's called like chicken foot or something i hope not 
get get it out of my life. I don't life. know. Okay. Um, and then this other anecdote from uh, I just thought was funny from wait 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 wait. That's their uh, Reddit name. Uh-huh. There's it's I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> they said shot a rubber band in my brother's <laughs> eye after Monopoly when I was little, and he started wailing on me. We cool now though. <laughs> Dude, I think my brother and I got in a fist fight one time over Monopoly. I'm not kidding. Oh, we I I remember playing uh I don't I don't think we ever got in a fist fight, but like I remember feelings were hurt. We would play Monopoly when the power would go out. So a lot of my yeah. memories are like in candlelight next to the fire playing mm-hmm. Monopoly when it would snow so much that the power would go out. Mm-hmm. And like there's nothing else to do. So yeah. we play and then p- someone was always upset and storming off into the rest of the dark house. <laughs> yep. That it's is like... a very similar memory. <laughs> Many similar memories to that. Snow, snow day uh, yes. Monopoly. Snow day Monopoly. And then my mom would just be like, God damn it. Get out of the house. Go fucking sledding or something. <laughs> God damn it. We'd, it would always be at night for us, so we'd just have to go to bed. Yeah. But I think by that time, like, my mom would give up playing. Like, we'd start as a family. Mm-hmm. My dad would be the first one to abandon it. He mm-hmm. wouldn't care. And then my mom, second to abandon it. And then my brother and I would, like, take their stuff and divide it. <laughs> I think my mom and my brother would, like, be the, like, last they're, one they're like, the competitive ones. Oh, and me and my, yeah. Me and my dad are just, like. I hate this. I'm leaving. Yeah. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to go read a book. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Fuck. I feel like we just have one more thing. Uh, this is the longest game if you've ever played. It takes fucking forever. It's so mm. long. It's, you can't just play a quick round of Monopoly. It's hours long. Um, oh, I, I have a joke for you. What's worse than a tense game of Monopoly? I don't know. What? A long one. It's not really a joke, but th- that is worse. But it's, yeah, it's every time you play an IRL game of Monopoly, it's always like two hours long, yeah. period. At least. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like three men, I feel like. So I tried to find the record for the longest Monopoly game ever played, but there is some serious contention around this topic, as there is with everything regarding Monopoly somehow, which is so weird. Um, Depending on whether you want the record for total hours played versus, like, total days played, like, did people take breaks or was it played straight through? What house rules were implemented? Was it played by manufacturer rules only? The answer for the record is different. Gotcha. And just so you know... Um, if you Google it and you find yourself on a thread on recordsetter.com and you find a bunch of people arguing that they hold the record for X, Y, Z reason, you found a bunch of sociopaths because these people (sighs) are arguing with each other in a thread on recordsetter.com about them holding the record for playing Monopoly the longest. And that is just too much. Like, uh, don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but y'all need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're arguing about like who played Monopoly the longest. Like, God damn it. I on like a message board from like 2001 me- or something like oh. it's like some old ass looking website. I would rather fucking stick the the cocker spaniel from the. <laughs> From Monopoly in my eyeball and have an <laughs> argument about that shit. Calm down. Isn't that a Scotty Terrier? Sure. 
Okay. A Norwich uh, Terrier. Isn't that a... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd rather shove the thimble from the Monopoly yeah. board into my asshole than get into an argument with a bunch of strangers about the longest <laughs> game of Monopoly. The best the part, the people in this thread are no longer strangers because they are sharing first and last names, locations, <sighs> the person who was the witness. It is. Oh uh, it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. But also I was like, well, who? What? And then I just gave up. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, well, actually, Jim Parsons and Phoebe Bridgers and these are all <laughs> famous people. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's all like <laughs> it's just literal Isn't first Jim and Parsons last name. It's a guy from fucking Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I like him as an actor, actually. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. 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 You guys. I think I like all the people on that show as actors. I think I just don't love that show. It's fine. Yeah, but that show fucking sucks. Yeah, we've talked about it. You hate it. I, every I time don't I get an it. opportunity to, t- to say how much I hate it, I will. Go ahead. I fucking hate it. It sucks. It's <laughs> an abomination. It's disgusting. It's been on the air for as many seasons as it has. And those people get paid that fucking obscene amount of money for that fucking shit ass show. There. <laughs> All right. And I say, eh, I don't I don't hate it. Okay. It's not my favorite, but All right. Well, I have strong opinions about that. Yeah, true. About Big Bang Theory. <laughs> oh my god. Don't even well, get me started on Young Sheldon, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh I refuse god. to watch that. I don't like child actors. I think if like the CIA ever wanted to torture me, that would, that would be the perfect method. Oh my god! I can't imagine anything worse than a young, a child actor playing the character that Jim Parsons plays as an adult on Big Bang Theory. I can't imagine. And I've never seen it, thank God. Blessings upon you if you like it, but it's not for me. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. All, All right. right. Well, well, dude, you guys, seriously, read more about um, uh, Elizabeth Maggie, the mm-hmm. woman who originally designed, made, created the original blueprint for Monopoly, the game. Yeah, yeah. A badass. So cool. We love uh, Well, um, follow us on social meds. At DTFU Podcast everywhere. We don't invent anything on there, but... No. Uh, but we sure have fun. <laughs> we, we laugh. We can laugh, can't we? We can laugh. <laughs> we can laugh. That is one thing we can do. Um, yeah. And go to our website. It's DTFUpodcast.com. Yep. It has all kinds of fun stuff on there. Uh, mm-hmm. Many different places you can go to from there, mm-hmm. um, including our Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash DTFUpodcast. Mm-hmm. Lots more content on there. If this simply doesn't scratch the itch for you. Um, <laughs> I think that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, nothing left to say except be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye. Bye.